This is Matt Spiegel, and I can't wait to bring you Season 2 of the PBP, Voices of Baseball. The very best play-by-play voices in the game talk about their craft. It's a job so special that even Joe Buck told us he will probably go back to it. I'm 53, basically 54. I, I think it's too early to say nevers at this point in my life. I think at some point I'll get the itch again. Incredible guests sharing great stories from your favorite teams coming this year. Find us on the Odyssey app or wherever you find podcasts. Podcasts. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Al and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Al and Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, we're going to Monday. Eddie says we're good to go. We go. What's up, Al? Oh, hi, Jerry. I don't know if we had this conversation. In the, I don't think we had this conversation in the warm-up show. I think we had this conversation off the air. All right. About this Twitter situation and Elon Musk. Yes, I told you during a commercial break yeah. that we're going to have to start paying $20 a month to be to keep our verified check mark. Oh, well, Which I say, that. go F yourself. I'm yeah. out. I got to start limiting these uh, monthly uh, fees. And, yeah, no uh, I don't need to be verified on Twitter. The fees are It is nuts how many friend of mine is does very well and i'll never forget what he said to me a few years ago he goes you know why i do well i spend less than most i'm like what he goes everybody thinks you got to go out and make more money he goes yeah that's one way he goes or you can look at what you have and cut your expenses yeah he goes because then you can also give yourself a raise i'm like it's smart very smart. smart yeah and he's basic cable he's the type you, you kids can have one like one gaming system. That's it. You ain't getting another one, so pick the right one. And he's never been a car guy. Like, he gets a car. He keeps it for eight years. You know, very, very smart. Yes. I think all the time of how much nonsense I spend money on. We all do. And I, and I feel like I'm pretty good at it. Like, right. I'm like I, I kind of watch myself. You yeah, know? I know I'm bad at it. I yeah. do know that. I, yeah. I always feel like there, even like I went to dinner for Gina's uh birthday over the weekend it was more than i had hoped to spend sure and in my head i'd be like and by the way the food was excellent so it's less doesn't bother you ever, as much you ever have like an expensive meal and it sucks yeah or the experience isn't good yes of course i did not have that so i was with that was good and it was a special occasion gina's birthday but i think in my head all the time about when I need to start cutting things, sure. like though, that would be cut out immediately. Yeah, going out, going out to dinner. Yeah, forget it. I mean, I look at so I look at two things. I do the checkbook. I quote unquote, I quote unquote balance it because it's approximate. <laughs> I'm not one of these guys. You're in the ballpark. Yeah, like when Kim used to do it, it would have to be to the penny. Or yeah. it would drive her nuts, and she would. I'm like, eh, if it's within ten bucks, I'm happy. It's whatever. I'm ten fifteen dollars. It is what it is. Um, which she doesn't care for, <laughs> but whatever. So I do it every two to three weeks. And I go through it. I'm like, my God, between Walgreens, pizza shops, and restaurants, that's where all our money goes. Yeah. Like all our spendable money. The Walgreens is like every other day. Like, what the hell are you getting at Walgreens every day? Well, you needed this shampoo and this and that. And I've got a box of this. I'm like, oh my God. Is like, it because it's close to the house? It's right. It's right yeah, on the corner. That's Absolutely. The so it's just funny how I would say literally like 40% of our spendable income is on food and Walgreens. Like, how about we mix in a stop and shop once in a while? <laughs> just come on. When I lived at that apartment complex in Madawan, there was a Walgreens in my parking lot. Yeah. <laughs> that That's was convenient. awesome. 
Yeah, it's just like, convenient. you know what I could go for? A Kit Kat. Let me take a walk. <laughs> I'll be right back. And you're literally there and back in four minutes. Yes. Yeah, and they're open until 11 o'clock, which helps. Oh, yeah. I right, know. right. You could pop over there. 100%. And they got everything. Yeah. I'm always amazed at the things you could find in a quote-unquote drugstore. Yeah, because they're not dry. There are mini little supermarkets now. Yeah, there's a mini everything. Yep. You can go there. Like, uh, I had to get a card. Uh, I got a birthday card for Gina at the CVS. And I love going down just random aisles in yeah. CVS. Like, there's an aisle for, like. Um, As seen on TV. That, you're right. They have their own section. There's an aisle of just, like, various cords for your computers. Yeah. And sometimes there's real obscure things in there. I, I know. I know they got holders for your phone in your car. Yeah, all sorts of picture frames. You can buy T-shirts in there. Yeah, it's, it, it it is an odd grouping. And yeah. then the even better is when you go to like Seven Eleven and you go down one of the non-convenient aisles, like right. you know, it's not candy or something, and it's just like where they have toilet paper and so like what brands they've chosen as to these put are, in their store. Yeah, the, right, because their shelf space is minimal. Yeah. So there's only a little bit of space that are we going to go Chef Boyardee or, or are we going to go tuna fish cans? We don't have room for both. It is funny. Well, uh, 7-Eleven used to be when I used to live in Matawan with my parents a long time ago. It was right around the corner from our house. It was in there every other day. Yeah. That's where I would get my coffee from. And I just, most stops were there. I don't live near one anymore. I haven't been in a 7-Eleven. It's got to be five years, maybe. I mean, maybe I got a Slurpee in one once or, you know, a a slushy or whatever the hell they're called, but not never anymore. It's, it's basically Wawa now. Yeah. 7-Eleven feels like a summer destination. I suppose, yeah. Like a place you stop for cold drinks in the summer. Yeah. And ice. And ice. Where Wawa feels like it's more the fall. I don't know why. I guess Wawa for me is all year round now. Yeah. I don't go to 7-Eleven anymore. So um, even quick check because that's relatively close to my house too. I did. I do like. I know they do it at Seven Eleven. I don't know if the other convenience stores do it as well. But if you're ever exiting a Seven Eleven, you can see on the doorway they have the measurement for how tall That's someone right. is, <laughs> for in case they get robbed and the is person that runs that is? out. Yeah. yeah, that's what it is. So they could say, "Oh, that person was six feet tall," because it's so hard to judge how tall somebody of course, is. Of course, that's funny. Another uh, thing regarding that, in some podcasts I've listened to lately and TV shows that I watch, you know, that they say that. When when you are a um, witness to a crime or witness to something crazy, how oftentimes the witnesses get things completely wrong when they go back to the if there's sure. a tape of of the situation like that wit and then so many times in courts we they use witness testimony as like the mm-hmm. the main thing if they don't have any other evidence and just how wrong sometimes the witness testimony is. You can make. The case circumstantial evidence might be stronger than yeah. eyewitness evidence. Yeah, so the eyewitness. I know I'm bad with details. Yeah, I mean, unless you're really locked in and focused. Have you ever, have you ever walked to your car and not even remembered the walk? Yes. Or driven home and not even remembered driving home. Oh yeah. But the, and that's what most of society is probably like. Right. And the cops come up to you like, you know, how tall was he? What kind of hair? What kind of? I I I don't know. And thankfully, I've never been in that situation. Yeah. But I could only imagine how difficult it is. But then, then knowing all of that and how historically that the why uh, witness testimony is difficult and inconsistent, and, and the longer it goes, and the more they get questioned about it, you get called back into the police two weeks later. You might have a different story and believe right. it. Is when they do have somebody 
talk to a sketch artist and then they eventually catch the guy how much it looks like this yeah. that's amazing yeah well if you got a guy that's got good details yeah but how do they get the details of the eyes and the I don't know. hair and it all goes back to something you always said like why do we all look so different yeah like we're all people with eyes and no i mean and yet we all look different it's weird yes we all right two eyes a nose a mouth yeah. two ears yeah pretty much and yet we all look different all different yeah um, what else did I write down? Oh, there was an incident, Jerry. Uh-oh. I know you, you're aware of this. I'm just telling the audience. Oh. There was a um, an incident where we park our cars. Oh, God. This is this is disgusting. Where my children play. No, where, you know, we park our cars in a very small area. It's like a one-block radius, That's I would it. say, that we park our cars. And uh, we were not parked there uh, on this incident last week, but it is a place where we park a lot. Often. But another... Uh, not anymore. Another employee parked there. And evidently, well, he came out to his car and his uh, windshield was smashed. Yeah. Not I, cracked. It was... Smashed. Shattered. Like, not drivable. No. And he was told by uh, the construction workers over there that a uh, homeless gentleman was asked to move... And in his anger, walked uh, past, picked up a garbage can, I guess, a metal yeah, garbage and can. and randomly threw it through his th- windshield. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that great? So that happened. And it's, it's, uh, and nothing will be done. No. His insurance will get him a new windshield. Right. His insurance will now go up. And this creep is still walking around. It. What a random. I'm, well. Act. It's like when I told you years ago, me and Don LaGreca came out of an overnight shift and all four of my tires were slashed and his windshield was beaten in with a bat. And we what? found out that was when we were in a story. I've told you this before. Yeah, yeah. And then the cops came and they basically said there was a gang fight around the corner. It was a Jersey gang fighting this Queens gang. It was a road game for the yeah. uh, Jersey team. And they basically, the, the the Queens gang, when all was said and done, went around looking for Jersey plates oh. and just were destroying cars. And Don and I were right next to one another, right outside the entrance of the Kaufman Astoria Studios. And they slashed my tires, and they so I couldn't drive my car. And I'll never forget, Don drove me to the train station with our heads out the window. Because <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't see. Now, it wasn't completely um, destroyed like Pete's windshield, but it was just easier at that time in the morning. Not many cars on the road. Don's like, you know what? I'm just going to stick my head out the window. Yeah. It'll be better off. And that's how we dro- he dropped me off at the train station. And then I had to come back. My dad drove me back in. I had to go buy four new tires and rims. And we had to put them in the back of my parents' SUV. My dad drove me into Astoria that night, and there I was on the road. I had to change all four tires. It was brutal. Brutal. Yeah, I wonder when they... I've never seen somebody slash a tire. But if they do it, like, let's say they do it with a knife, right? Yeah. Does it make a loud... I don't know. I would think so. I I don't... I would think so. Or does it just go... But then again, if you just pierce a tire, the air will just seep out. I don't... And I don't remember if they were cut. I was so like, oh, you got to be kidding. Don flipped out. I didn't flip out. I just like, oh, okay. Now what do I do? So I, don't, I didn't really explore it too much, and I don't remember. You're talking, we were in, Don was still working for the radio station. So yeah. this was like, my God, this had to be 98, 99. It was before I was married, so it was probably 1998, the summer of 98. Crazy. Yeah. Sucked, too. I mean, it's like, um, 
that's how a lot of times random acts of violence on people happen, right? right. You're wrong place, wrong time. This is at least just his car. Yeah. But just so random because I, I had asked, I said, yes, there's a line of cars that park there. Just his car? Yeah. Yeah. They one pale. That was the bad luck. And it's when I look at how many times I've parked there. Yeah. So in the past, I don't care about the alternate side from 4 a.m. to 6 a.m. Right. because nine, 99 out of 100 times you don't get a ticket. I just got one a month ago. So I'm like, all right, I'll start parking the right way. And I've been parking there. Well, Friday, I drove by as I always do. I'm like, all right, there are spots there. Good. I'm good to go. Pulled back around in front of the building. I'm like, you know what? Screw it. I parked on the wrong side because there was the construction vehicles on the right side. Like, there's no way they're giving us a ticket if they put construction vehicles on our side. It's the only reason I didn't go up the block because I would have been that car. How about this? Because I saw you park illegally there. You parked illegally. I did too. Yeah, or I'd have been there as well. Or Pete. It should have been me or you because we get here before him. Uh, right. By an hour at least. Yes. I'm about 20 minutes before you. You're about an hour before him. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. You're welcome, Al. <laughs> <laughs> That's the really only reason why I did it. I know. Because I saw you parked there. I said, ah, if me and Jerry both get tickets and we'll learn. Yeah. Yeah. That no, sucks. I'm... So now it's funny. I decided that I'm no longer parking anywhere around this one block radius because I'm not, with the crap that's going on, I'm not walking these streets anymore. I'm done with that. Now that block's out. I'm basically down to right in front of the building. Take a ticket or don't take a ticket. Well, here's my thought, though. So where this incident occurred, what is the likelihood another incident Who occurs knows? there? Maybe are we've, maybe that's where we park now because, although, I don't people know, tend to hang in the same neighborhoods, yes. right? Yeah. So it'll be like, oh, that guy, he hangs outside the Seven Eleven, or this guy hangs. So maybe that area is where this guy hangs out. Right. Then no one's going to bother him. Right. So if he wants to throw another trash can. Who's going to stop him? It's really awful. No one. It's really awful. What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, CVS, I got to pick up my prescription. <laughs> what did they give you? Uh, antibiotic for my throat. Oh. CV, I, how'd you I'm get 50, that? Did you call your... your uh, oh, I went to the doctor Friday. Oh, you did? Oh, okay. Um, for something else. And then while I was there, I asked him to check my throat because it was just a little raspy. Nothing crazy. And he's like, oh, you're fine. He goes, if you want, though, he goes, you know, you don't come in here all the time. He goes, if you want to give you an antibiotic just in case it gets worse over the weekend. I'm like, perfect. I, my throat's not bothered me all week, so all weekend. So I'm like, I never picked it up. And he's like, if you don't pick it up in seven days, they'll just, you know. I'm like, okay. I think I'll pick it up, though, even though my throat's not bothering me. Good to have it. Good to have it. Yeah, what the hell. Instead, I'm dealing with this head cold. So I might be home tomorrow. I don't know. Then you self-medicate yourself. That's what I like. Yes, something like that. You get your own lab tests now. That's what I do. Yeah. We'll become our own doctors. Uh, in a way. In this world of co-pays, world. Jerry, and... Uh, yeah, this part, this hospital group's not in your plan. I tell me about it. What a Stupid. pain in the ass. I know. 
Mm. I want to go to Punta Cana again. Punta Cana? I went there about four or five years ago. I'd like to go there. Actually, six years ago now. It was awesome. I'd go to Punta Cana. Yeah. Really nice. Oh, yeah. So I was watching this. I want to uh, get your take on this. So I was watching a uh, an Unsolved Mysteries, a new one that posted on Netflix. Still not solved, right? Still not solved. This one involved a Navajo Indian tribe. Okay. On Navajo land. And uh, is in Arizona. It's like in one of those areas where it's in like multiple states, like where they all kind of conjoin. Okay. You know, like where the states On meet. the border? Yeah. yeah, like borders. But this, this part, I think, was in Arizona, desert. And people live there. And uh, there were reports of a Bigfoot. Oh, come on. Hold on. I'm just a little, I, this is, I'll lead you to my question. Okay. There were reports of a big, multiple reports of a Bigfoot. And on this episode, they talked to a woman, a Navajo uh, Indian woman who lives there. She seemed completely normal. She told the story of that night that uh, someone was, oh, try, her, her, uh, the, the handle on her home was being j- jiggled. And when she opened the door, there was Bigfoot. And it ran away. Right. And it later on in the night, it came back, tried to get in again, chased it away. What did Bigfoot look like? Well, but seven feet tall, hairy. Now her... From Grenoble, France? <laughs> we don't know where Bigfoot's from. Parts unknown. <laughs> this woman also had around her property... Uh, what do you call that fencing that's like sharp? No, the electronic fence. Not electronic. Um, they put like in prison so you can't, you would cut barbed yourself. Wire? Barbed wire. Barbed wire. And she saw the Bigfoot go over the barbed wire fence. In the morning, there was a tuft of hair in the barbed wire fence, yeah. which was then sent for DNA. And it came back as an unknown species. Okay. This woman believes she saw Bigfoot. Maybe a bear had sex with a deer. And it made a new species, you're saying? A beer. <laughs> a tall beer. A tall boy. This is stupid. Yeah. So, like, this woman was so believable that yeah. I believe she feels like she saw Bigfoot. Okay. Well, in her mind, she did. But what do you, th- like, what? Who knows? God knows what be? type of animals are out there and species are out there. In the right. And what's having sex with what and... I don't know. Right. A bear and a deer get together, all of a sudden we got a whole new species. (laughs) Yes. Um, I don't know. They also found large tracks. Maybe it was some dude in a a barefoot costume, and it came back unknown species because it really was just some scientific material that was made in a lab. Who knows? The thing that puzzled me about it, and they don't never ask this woman... They live in the middle of nowhere. Right. It's not a neighborhood. Mm-hmm. It's on the Navajo reservation. Right. It is a mobile home, like one of the... Okay. Not a home where you would drive it yourself. It's not a... But it's the kind that... A modular home that yep. they could pick up and move if yep. they wanted. So she was watching television at night in the dark with her children, and something jiggled the handle, and she opened the door. I don't know why you would do that. I I wouldn't. Does she not have a blink camera? Uh, (laughs) She did not have a camera. Mm -hmm. But why would you open the door? I wouldn't. I don't know. I have no idea. Especially living out there. Right. That's what I mean. By yourself. I think it'd be like a wolf. Like, I wouldn't go near that door. Well, I would, but I'd probably grab my gun. Right. 
First, she said she heard something very, very heavy walking on the porch. Well, of course she did. She's got to make the story sound better. Then she opened the door yeah. twice. Yeah, I'd be out on that. The second time she opened it, knowing Bigfoot had tried to come in earlier. Right. There's another problem. She saw Bigfoot and then heard it again. And so, let me go check again. Come and on. then why did Bigfoot run away when because she it's not a, opened the door? Because. If he wanted to go in, he's seven feet tall. The other thing that came up with this episode, Jerry, is that on this night when Bigfoots were spotted, also a lot more UFO calls. Oh, here we go. That, so some people believe that the Bigfoots. Now, Bigfoot's an alien? Correct. Have, did you see the report the other day where they are starting to release all these unidentified flying object reports? I had heard about that it. they I actually haven't... now have an idea of what they are. And what are they? They are. Am I going to pull it up? Do now? not ruin this for me, Jerry. Please Watch tell me know. they are. It just came alien, out. Space aliens. Uh, I got to find it. Da, 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 da. Maybe they're spy drones and airborne trash. Airborne trash. Yep. Many UFO reports are spy drones from who? God knows. Our Supersonic drones from China and Russia. Well, shouldn't we be concerned if China's sending drones over? Yes, to look at us? absolutely. Of course, we should. Right. This came out on Friday. Forget space aliens or hypersonic technology. <coughs> Excuse me. Well, this is That's unfortunate awesome. to hear about these uh, classified UFOs. assessments. Show that many episodes have very ordinary explanations. Well, you don't say really. Hmm. Shocking. Uh, let's see. Ba-ba-ba. Government officials believe the surveillance operations by foreign powers and weather balloons. Or other airborne clutter explain most incidents. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, come on. Once again, if they were aliens, what are we waiting for? They're observing us. I really really do think, whether it's UFOs, whether it's Bigfoot, whether it's a lot of these myths, a lot of what we think is what we've learned, what Hollywood's created, and what we start to believe in our own minds. And I'm not getting into the, the God conversation, but I, I think, too, it's you can make yourself feel good, bad, or anywhere in between about most situations. Right. You know, if you're a crappy dad, you can probably figure out a way to make it seem like you're less crappy. If you're a good dad, but is someone that's not really happy with themselves, you can probably figure out a way to make yourself feel bad about yourself and think you should have been better. You know, I, I think I think we're all inside our own heads way too much. Right. We could, t- Humans can be talked into anything. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you watched the show and really thought mermaids were real. That was so many years ago, Jerry. <laughs> I was very young. <laughs> you were 45. <laughs> <laughs> Still, that's like eight years ago. Yeah. It is eight years ago. But I really, I do think that. I think that with a lot of different things. It's everything we concoct in our own head. Well, they say that about, like, when we say, when we hear about an, uh, uh, something about somebody's life, and we go, why didn't they just do this? Or mm-hmm. why would they have thought that? How did they convince themselves of that? And a lot of it is, like, we talk ourselves into it. They say that sometimes about, like, abusive relationships, right? That, like, oh, why didn't he or she just leave the person? And you They go, rationalize right, it. Right. You rationalize the other person's behavior. Yeah. Right. In a lot of cases. And there's also, you know, how you feel. You don't want to let someone down. Yeah. Even though you might be the one that's taking the brunt of the crap. That wouldn't surprise me that they feel like they can't leave. And again, those are 
horrific situations. Yeah. But I could totally see where a woman in an abusive relationship or maybe a guy in a verbally abusive relationship feel like they need to go but don't because they feel like if they do, the their, their uh, spouse or girlfriend or boyfriend will be worse off for it. And so right. you sit there and you're like, I can take it. Right. It's, it's, you're right. Rationalization is, is good and bad. Especially if it's a slow build up into it. Sure. Right? That's when people rationalize you're knee deep in it. Yeah. And, it's, and I always think, too, like when I'm away, I always think this when I'm away. And last weekend I was in Dallas. And I think if, if Kim left me, you know, Tuesday, for whatever reason, she took the boys and said, screw you, I'm out of here. I go, okay. There's, there's other lives all over this world. <laughs> like, why is your life so important in this one spot, especially if you're single? I mean, my God, if you're single and you don't like your day-to-day life, there are legit a million other places in this world you could pick up and start over with new people. Yes. And a new job and a new life and a new environment. Where you have no reputation, good Nothing. or bad. And you're no expectation. Fresh. Right. You're just a new person. And, like, that's got to be. And we always talk about Annie moving to Australia. She used to work here. She just picked up and moved to Australia or New Zealand or one of those places. Australia. That is phenomenal. Yeah. I know when you get married, you have kids. It's a, it's a little more difficult, clearly. But even that, in a relationship or a family, if you're not happy with where you are, my God, you could pick up and move to Iowa, Indiana, California, Florida, Europe. You could go anywhere. Anywhere. And yet we sit here for this little finite time that we have on this planet. (laughs) Like I look at like my parents and I tell them all the time, now that winter's approaching, why do you live here in the winter? Like, Go to South Carolina, get a small little condo, downsize here. Not that they have a big house. They don't anymore. They downsized already. But get a get a condo here, too, and go back and forth. The flight's an hour. Like, why would you? Like, I love them to death. I want everybody to live forever. We're not. Each year that passes is a year you're wasting that you could go enjoy winter rather than suffer through gray, cold, rain, and snow. Why? Yeah, it is terrible when the winter winter hits. I told my kids, no offense, I'm not living here in the winter when I get older. Not happening. Yeah, you can't. Why would you, right? I don't want to. I don't want to now. But it's we have such a short time. I know. And for the most of us, where we live has been chosen for us, and we don't change it. You're born into it. Yeah, but and and for whatever of the reasons we don't change. We just get comfortable and we don't go anywhere. And even when you're not comfortable, we don't go anywhere. Right. It really is nuts. It's like everywhere you go, there's a... I said to you when I was at the restaurant before the Mavericks game last week, I'm looking around at all these people. I'm like, look at these people. They live somewhere in the suburbs of Texas. They look like they don't... And I'm, everyone's got problems, so don't misunderstand me. I know that. But like, it's just so different. Like, why don't I live here? Right. I got the Mavericks. You got the Cowboys. <laughs> the Dallas Stars. You got the Rangers. Life is the same. Just the teams change. Yeah. And the weather's better, although they do have, I would say, one to two horrific weather events a year. Yeah. But for the most part, the weather is 88 degrees and sun is beautiful. I think, too, the, the one of the biggest differences in this area where we are versus others, like when, in my time in Florida and my time in Indiana, getting to places to go to a game or things is so much different. No kidding. Around here yep. than somewhere else. Yeah. 
where you just go, hey, you know, I want to go to a Mavericks game tonight. And, and getting there is not an issue. Not like here. Right. You might have traffic, but it ain't taking you six hours to get, like, I, you know, I forget who it was. It was LaPresti who said, maybe I should go to a Phillies game. He said that to you. Yeah, yeah. Dude, it would be so much easier to go to a Phillies game than it is going to Yankee Stadium or City Field. Right, especially, like we said, for where he's living. Oh, my God. He's halfway there. Yeah. So, I'm with you. It's just, it's just different. And yeah. yet, we just plot through life. And here we go. It's... Man, and then you get people that live in the same house for like 50 years. Yes. Oh, I'm good with 10. Yeah. Now that Probably scares me. Change it up. I'm at, I'm at four. Where am I at? I'm at four and a half already. So, no, I'm like at five th- years now in this house, which is scary to me. Like right. Half- you moved when I moved into the apartment. Yeah. I was there three years. I'm in Bradley Beach two years now. Right. So, I'm five years in this house. Another five years, Joseph will be... No, I got to take him through high school, I would say. So probably yeah. seven more years. And that's probably it. And then downsizing. Yeah. Think about that. I'm already right. thinking about... Oh, my God. <laughs> that's brutal. Love it. Oh, Love it, Jerry. Yeah. All right, let's do the warm-up program. Real quick. Yeah. We do have... Uh, obviously, the calendars are for sale. Oh, yes. That The uh, the 50% of that goes to Boomer's Foundation. Nice. We have also added, and this is not for Boomers Foundation. This is because, quite frankly, it's fun. Uh, Al and I do have hoodies up on sale now. We have the Cool Games one, and we got the Warm Up Show one. So email me, recosportsllc at gmail.com, and we'll get those out to you. And uh, there's is the Boring Vibes. Oh, I forgot. That's up there, too. Yeah, uh, yes, I your, that's, that your, that's your hoodie. I've got a Boring Vibes yes. t-shirt. You got a, it's a, hoodie. It's a hoodie. Boring vibes hoodie. You need to put that out there, though. I, I don't think anybody knows about that yes, yet. Yes, I forgot to do that. Okay. All right. Uh, we'll see you tomorrow on a Tuesday. So.